1: life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why united healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs learn more at uh1.com imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time If I could boil down everything I've learned in the last 30 plus years that I have been doing this, uh, if if you were going to ask me, what do I have to know to have great communication in both my personal life and my business life, it would be what I'm teaching you today. These three things are the reason you've tried communication tools before and they haven't worked. It's because you've got to establish these three sort of pillars I'm going to go over today and you establish them first, and then you can create connection and understanding in all of your relationships. So stay tuned. I'm Dr. Abby Metcalf, and I'm a psychologist, number one Amazon bestselling author, TEDx speaker, and all around relationship maven with over 30 years of experience helping people create connection, joy, and ease in all their relationships. What's my secret? Well, besides being totally hilarious, I help you think differently so you can approach your relationships in a completely new way. I'm the best deal in town because the tools I teach apply to all your relationships, which allows you to simplify your life and find the confidence, calm, and deep love you've been craving. Combining my hands-on experience and all the latest research, I've created actionable tips and tools you can apply quickly and easily to create lasting change in all your relationships today. So let's get to it. Hello, hello. How's your week been? How you doing? Nice to have you back. <sighs> I've had quite a week. I'm recording this um, while we're celebrating Hanukkah and getting ready for the rest of the muted celebrations this month. And. I just my heart's not in it. I don't know. I'm having a hard time. I'm I feel like I'm I'm limping along to the end of the year. I do not have eight days of gifts. I, you know, forgot to get Hanukkah candles to the last second and just I I I didn't decorate really. It just it's not all happening. Gary decorated, so that was nice, but I just didn't quite find it. So I hope you're finding it. You're listening to this in 2021, you're having a great year. This year is going to kick some ass, so we're going to start it by learning how to really communicate effectively, truly. And I, you know, talk about stuff in all my podcasts in lots of different ways. And uh, somebody wrote in and you know said, "Well, where would I start? Like, what what would you say are the things I should start with if I want to get better at communication?" And I thought, "That's a great podcast. Why don't I just bring things together in one place?" So thank you for writing in. And uh, if you as on a separate note, before we jump in, I w- if you haven't checked out my YouTube channel yet, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? My YouTube channel rocks. How could you resist seeing more of wonderful me? Get to see me in all my fashion choices. Um, <laughs> I'm in all my Jewish mother bossiness glory. So you don't want to miss out. We will uh, link in the show notes to my YouTube page, but you can also just go to YouTube and put an Abby Medcalf PhD, and you will find little me. So, And I also have a really great, uh, something I'm going to give you at the end of the podcast today, so you really want to stay tuned for that. I'm really excited. I created something kind of new that I think will take what you're learning today to the next level. I'm always looking to do that. And so, and what I'm bringing you today are the tried and true, you know, the things I end up repeating to every single client I work with, pretty much. This, this is it. That could be coaching an executive to be more effective in their leadership or someone who's trying to get their partner to understand them or their kids to shut up and listen. You've heard me say these things before in various ways, but I'm, I'm bringing them all here together now so you can shut out all the doubt and noise and come back to these like your mantra. Okay, these are, these are those, the, these are those. So let's jump in to number one. Number one is people hear what you, hear what you mean, not what you say. Let me say that again. People hear what you mean, not what you say. So I think we all know that I've read a lot of books, a lot of books. I'm still reading about a book a week. I've slowed down a bit in my old age. Um, and I realize I finish about three books a month, not four as I used to, but I still read a lot of books and I really love it. And that's great. But I'm I'm doing it. I'm reading, but of all the one I come back to over and over is by Timothy Wilson. It's called "Strangers to Ourselves: Discovering the Adaptive Unconscious." I know it sounds like a sexy read, doesn't it? Yeah, you you're thinking I got to run out and get me that Abby. Well, don't worry, I read it. So I'm helping you. I'm giving you stuff. This is the stuff I geek out on and love. But and for me, this guy is really one of the unsung heroes of our in our quest to learn about why we do what we do and how to control or change it. He wrote another book uh, I love called Redirect, The Surprising New Science of Psychological Change. So, And just so I can impress upon you how great these books are, Malcolm Gladwell... Author Malcolm Gladwell, Supreme Badass of the Universe, said he's, and I'm I'm gonna give you a direct quote. He said, There are few academics who write with as much grace and wisdom as Timothy Wilson. I thought his last book, Strangers to Ourselves, was a masterpiece, Redirect is More Than It's Equal. There you go. These are two really good books. Uh and any, but you don't have to read them because I tell you about them. What and what Wilson put together so nicely, and he was one of the first to say this, is that our unconscious or our subconscious isn't just Freud's, you know, bucket of suppressed memories and trauma, right? It's not just that, You, you what? because Freud was really the first person to, uh, first famous person to talk about this, what we used to call the unconscious, um, simply the unconscious. And there's been a lot of talk over the years about the difference between the unconscious and the subconscious. And really uh, what's happened is that, Psychologists often will say unconscious because that's sort of the initial wording we used. But because unconscious can also mean passed out, you know, you're passed out, you're unconscious, that man's unconscious, go save him. Uh, We started using this word subconscious instead. I use them interchangeably. So when I say unconscious or subconscious, I'm really using them interchangeably as the same thing. And, uh, but some would argue that that's crazy and stupid and that there's other ways to look at it, blah, blah. I'm just telling you what I do uh, and where it comes from, for me, but it, our, but really our subconscious is this set of, uh, uh, it's, a, it's a sophisticated mental process. That's really it. And it, and it, it, it sizes up our world. Uh, that's how you, you know, take action on things. It's how you set goals and all while you're consciously thinking of something else. So you're consciously thinking of something and your subconscious is off doing a whole other thing. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And you are, your motivations, et cetera, really come mostly from your subconscious. So one of the pieces of information that I've long used from Wilson's research is the understanding that your, so your conscious brain, the the thinking brain, processes information at a rate of, I always say 50 bits per second, but I'll tell you, uh, it, in the book, it really says 40 <laughs> I don't know. I've always said 50, I think, because it's like a round number, but we're close, you know, 40 bits, 50 bits. Give me a little leeway here. So our conscious brain processes information at a rate of 50 bits per second. So, you know, as you think, while your subconscious brain, your unconscious brain processes information at a rate of 11 million bits per second. I've said this over and over, you hear it. If you notice, I repeat things that you should be listening to, really pay attention to. This means that Whoever you're speaking to doesn't hear what you say, they hear what you mean. Whoever you're speaking to, you can say, let's face it, all the right things, right? But if your unconscious believes something else, that's what the other person is listening to. That's what they hear, I know. So, and I always use that example if you've ever been walking down a street and someone's walking towards you and you get that funny feeling, right? And you they didn't say anything to you. you they didn't t- even talk to you. But you feel like they're up to no good or, you know, you're sort of crossing the street. Women, we put our, our, ba- our handbags on the other shoulder uh, and keep a close eye. This is a great example. It's when you have a hunch or a thought, when someone's talking to you and they're saying all the right things at work, but you think they're full of it, you're like, that person is bullshitting me. Like that is not I don't know what they're saying, but it's not, that's it. That's exactly what I'm talking about. These are all examples of times you're picking up on that 11 million bits versus the 50. So you're hearing what someone else's subconscious is putting out versus what they're saying consciously. And when those things don't jive, you go with what the subconscious thinks. So they can say, again, all the right words, but if it doesn't jive with what you're picking up, that, that other energy, then you go with what that other energy is every single time. And you know you do. If you think of any example, you know I'm telling the truth. And you need to remember that this works the other way also. When you're trying to communicate with someone else, when you're the one talking, they pick up on what your subconscious mind is communicating, not what you're saying. That They're doing the same thing. So so maybe you've been working on your relationship, you read a book, you take a workshop, you met with a coach, you went to counseling, uh, You your work sent you to one of those workshops, whatever, and you're trying out some new communication tool or strategy with your partner or Jane from accounting or your dad, right? And, and by the way, I changed that. One of my clients said to me, you say Bob from, you know, you use Bob from accounting a lot. <laughs> I thought I do. So let's change it to Jane. Okay, and consciously you're thinking, yeah, yeah, this is really gonna help, but subconsciously there's doubt and maybe some resentment. So your subconscious dialogue goes something like this with with your partner. Uh, We've had these problems a long time. It's gonna take forever to make changes and I don't know if I have it in me Or you're talking to your work colleague and your subconscious dialogue is something like nothing's ever going to change because they refuse to do anything differently or even see that they're part of the problem. Or you're speaking to your dad. But again, that subconscious thinking is I've asked him so many times to stop being critical and he gets better for a little while, but then he ends up just doing it again. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. Nothing ever works. So, all or most of this is subconscious. You know, it kind of comes to the conscious sometimes, and then you'll say, Oh no, 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 I gotta think that other way. Abby said to think the other way. <laughs> so <clears throat> no, never mind. This will be great. But that's all sitting there and seeping through because you can't just tell yourself it's going to be great. It doesn't work that way. Or you think you're aware of it fully, but you don't realize just how much it's affecting your communication. That's happened too. It so you forge ahead with whatever that new communication tool, tip, technique you learned that I, you know, taught you or you learned somewhere else. But unbeknownst to you, the other person is picking up on your doubt, your resentment, your anxiety, your hopelessness, which makes them not want to change because it feels the same it feels the same when they're talking to you so they're picking up on that incongruity they they can feel it and again just like you do when someone's not matching up you pick up on it too so they're subconsciously thinking something like well well sure they're doing some new things but how long is this going to last i mean really let me i'm going to wait them out so that's what they do they wait you out and they get and they win <laughs> you stop doing the thing you, cause you're, you don't see the changes you want in your partner or your coworker or your dad, despite all the great changes you're making, I'm doing all the things. And you think, see, nothing works. And you revert to your same old patterns, which leaves the other person thinking that they were right not to waste time trying to do anything differently. And sadly, it's this cycle that keeps us, you know, coaches and counselors in business. So, the key here is you have to align your conscious and your subconscious before these conversations. And you can do that by setting intention and calibration work. And because I love you, I've also got a great quick journaling exercise for you to, to help you align your conscious subconscious thinking and your conscious thinking. So if you come on over to abbymedcalf.com forward slash podcast, uh, you can, this is episode 125, uh, three tips for effective communication in any relationship. You can get my journaling prompts, and they're just prompts. So you know you don't worry; you don't have to journal for hours and hours. It's nothing like that. But if these are prompts, mean I, I give you like the beginning of a sentence, and you sort of finish it. You just kind of free write, and this would be a great thing to do every uh, fifteen minutes every morning for three days or something, and just see what comes out. This will really help align. Uh, otherwise, you should really, you should, is not that sound terrible? Aren't, aren't I not supposed to say should? Um, I would greatly encourage you to, you can go to my YouTube channel and check out how to set intention. I call it the 18 second shift and I will link to it in the show notes, but you can also go to YouTube, Abby Metcalf, you know, 18 second shift or 18 second pause, I think I call it one of those, no, 18 second shift. And, uh, or the calibration work, which we just did uh, in November's podcast, And I think that's episode 113, but again, I'll link to it in the show notes. So you can go do the calibration exercise. I have a calibration exercise on, again, on YouTube. (laughs) Uh, So really, there's lots of great free resources here for you, but definitely come on over and get this uh, journaling prompt exercise I have. It's quick, it's easy, and it'll really help you align some pieces. So that is number one. People hear what you mean, not what you say. And you have to align your conscious and your subconscious. You really have to work on that. So there's a few ways to do it. I'm giving you all of them, right? Okay. Number two is that your RAS is keeping you stuck. If I had to give the, you know, what do I repeat to every client? What do I come back to over and over? Your RAS. And this is Close on the heels of what we just discussed, okay? These two really go together in a wonderful way. And I, again, I've talked about before, your RES or your reticular activating system. And it here's the deal. If you're listening to me right now, it means you're feeling in some way stuck, frustrated, sad, anxious, or some other unlikable feeling about someone in your life, about some communication you're having. Otherwise you wouldn't care about getting better communication tips. Or maybe it's many someones, (laughs) maybe there's a lot of folks. You've tried to communicate with them and you've left the conversation feeling misunderstood, not heard. When this happens over time, you start to spend a lot of time focusing on the other person and what's wrong with them. And when you start thinking like this, you start to see negative everywhere. You essentially prove yourself right. Now, this happens for two main reasons. I'm gonna talk about your RAS in a moment, but I want to come back to all this talk about your subconscious. And let me go deep for a moment. I promise, just for a moment, you know me, I can't not go deep, right? And then I'll circle back around, I promise. But I really want you to understand where, where I'm going here. I want you to pick up what I'm laying down. So you've got about, you have about 100 billion neurons, neurons are just cells, in your brain. So hundred billion of them. And each of them connects to about 10,000 other neurons. So yeah, I know it's psychedelic when you start to think about it. So basically your brain works as fast as a computer that can process 1 trillion bits of information a second. you You've And you've probably heard things uh, before like you only use 10% of your brain, but it's actually not true. You're using the vast majority of your brain power daily but about 95% of it, of your brain activity is subconscious. You're, it's obvious, I'm sure. You know, your subconscious mind takes care of your physical self and your mental self. So it regulates your physical self through uh, what we call the homeostatic impulse. But basically this is all the stuff controlled by your autonomic nervous system, your breathing, your respiration, your heartbeat, your body temperature, you know, salivating, blinking your eyes, right? You can see why so much of your processes and your, your brain's activity are subconscious. So, and on the other side, your subconscious is also regulating your mental state with all that information coming in, right? That 11 million bits versus that that 50 bits. Your subconscious is constantly filtering out what's important and what's not. Okay, that that's its job. It's got so much coming in, that's 11 million bits. It's gotta really decide. And mostly it does that by bringing your attention to anything that's repeated. When something's repeated, it thinks, oh, that's really important. So I'm going to, we're going to hold that. And repeated thoughts. So every time you think something that's repeated, it doesn't just have to be something physically repeating in your environment, like a, oh, there's always a stop sign on this corner. So, you know, I'm, I'm stopping there kind of automatically now. Uh, It's also things that you think. Okay, so and repeated thoughts are known as beliefs. That's your beliefs. That's all a belief is. It's something you think repeatedly. You come to believe. So this way. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify.
0: Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner
1: party started. The brain shows you things that confirm what you already believe. Okay, so and and the way when when your brain is confirming something that you already believe, we psychologists call this the confirmation bias. Okay. <laughs> See, isn't that easy to understand now? And the confirmation bias means that your subconscious will search for and favor information that supports something you already believe and will ignore information that doesn't support what you already believe all the time. So repetition is your best friend and your enemy. The more you perceive something, the more you notice it, the more you feel it, the more priority your brain gives it. This works against you with things like the repeated fears you have. And I talk about this a lot in other episodes where it's so important that you pay attention to what you're thinking and what you're feeling every day because that just becomes a habit and you don't want that if it's negative. These repeated thoughts create repeated feelings because we feel the way we think, which are then ingrained in your subconscious. And then you start looking for more of them. So if you think all men suck, guess what? That's all you get proof for over and over and over. And when men are nice, you don't notice it. So Because this rule applies to everything, every single thing. If you're in setting intention with your partner every day, at first your brain doesn't think it's very important, and it doesn't assign it uh, like much value. Okay, so if I give you this new tool, I'm saying like I just did. I said go set start look watch the setting intention video, so you'll do it. You'll be like, oh, let me start doing this with my partner, but it's new. And so your brain is, so it's hard to remember to do it. You don't always remember. It's not always there. You're not paying attention. However, over time, as you repeat it over and over, your brain will assign more and more importance to it. And eventually we call this a behavior change. So anything you think about, that's why it's harder in the beginning. So let me just come back now to the reticular activating system, or again, your RAS for short. This is a network network of neurons located in the brainstem, and it's where most of your senses come in. I, I think everything but smell comes through there. I could be wrong. Do, doctors out there, comment and let me know. <laughs> but pretty sure smell is the only one that doesn't come in through there. And your RES, as I've said before, is a filter between your conscious and your subconscious brain in your brain. Your, in in your brain. So specifically, it takes instructions from your conscious mind, the things you're consciously thinking about, and passes them on to your subconscious. And you're constantly giving that RAS instructions by what you're thinking about. The problem is that of course you don't realize it. So the one I use all the time, which is so common, is, you know, oh, if you're thinking my partner's always judging me, they're always criticizing me, my partner never listens to me, the RAS hears this as an instruction, as an order look for my partner judging me, criticizing me, not not listening to me, not understanding me. That's, that's literally what it's doing. So sure enough, yep, your partner's always criticizing you. You hear it constantly. They're always doing this. The RAS is the reason, uh, as I've mentioned before, like you'll suddenly notice, you know, a car you're planning to buy, you'll see it everywhere. Or if you're thinking of moving to a new town, uh, you'll, the town will suddenly start popping up in news feeds and all kinds of stuff. Well, Google will do that too, which is a little scary, but, um, (laughs) you'll notice it differently. It'll, it'll just be around people start. You'll meet someone who's from that town. It just happens. It's, it's amazing, but it's because it's, it's not a coincidence. It's because you've actually been programming your RAS telling your subconscious, look for people talking about this stuff. And so they, it ends up showing up it ends up being there. It's kind of amazing. So again, if you're thinking things like we don't communicate because he never listens, uh, uh, I'm going to try, but, but I know what she's going to say, so it's not going to work. Uh, the only problem at my job is that my boss is an as an asshole. You know, if these are the things you're do, you're saying, you're essentially telling your RES to look for those things, and it's going to find it all the time. And as I've mentioned before, the really scary part—this isn't even the scary part. The scary part is that your RES and your confirmation bias will filter out anything that doesn't match what you're thinking. So when your partner's loving and appreciative and thoughtful, you won't see it. When your boss is kind and tells you what a great job you're you're doing, you'll dismiss it. This is why you get into all the, you know, they said, you said arguments. I, I, I don't remember you doing that. You didn't say that. It's because your RAS filtered those nice things out and you were left proving yourself right over and over. So... When this is working with your confirmation bias, you can see how, I mean, hello, talk about a major, major losing battle, right? If you wanna communicate effectively, you've gotta deliberately program your RAS by thoughtfully choosing the exact messages you send. And if you really wanna effectively communicate with anyone, you need to shift what you're focusing on and be conscious of the orders you're giving to your RAS. Now. The best way to do that is through setting intention, calibration, and mindfulness, all of which I'll link to in the show notes, all of which I've talked about before, giving you very specific tips and tools for how to do. So I'm not gonna do that here, but I I just can't, if you notice, it's the same things over and over that you need to do to get these things. It's why I teach them. (laughs) It's why, why I've been like Jewish mother bossy Uh, for a while about these things, because when you master them, when you get better and better at them, you really will absolutely positively change your life. You'll be amazed at what starts to shift around you, how much better things are, uh, because it's really about this shift in you. And as you enter any dialogue with these kind of thoughts, you know, where your brain is seeking healthy and wonderful things your boss is doing or your sister's saying, you know, as you're reprogramming your RAS, as you're doing all of that, the other person picks up on it. Remember the 50 versus 11 million bits works both ways. So, this is how effective communication really happens. There's a receptive feeling and intention, and things start to flow and happen differently. There really starts to be something else in the dialogue. Um, is, you know, is it perfect? Of course not. But this process will absolutely yield great results as you practice it consistently. Remember, repetition is your friend or your enemy. You just have to decide. Okay. And last but not least is a quickie, just going to finish with this. Number three tip, you have to take 100% responsibility. 100%. That's it. Last but not least in our this quest for effective communication. If you want to effectively communicate anywhere, anywhere, you have to take 100% responsibility for whatever miscommunications or misunderstandings are happening in the relationship. You co-create every single relationship you have, which means you need to take 100% responsibility. I, you hate this. I know I'm going to get hate mail. I I don't care. I love you so much. I don't care. You can send all the hate mail you want. Now, let me be clear what I mean before you send the hate mail. Let me be clear what I mean when I say 100% responsibility. I am not talking about codependency. I'm not talking about you owning all of their stuff too. That's ridiculous. Or I'm not, this isn't about blame. Oh, I'm 100% at fault. I'm 100% to blame. There is no blame or fault here. That is not what I'm talking about. So if you send me the hate mail and you misunderstand this part, I'm going to come after you and say, listen better to the podcast. So you better listen now. So I am talking about you taking responsibility. Responsibility means that you really become self-aware. You look at what's going on from on your side of the street, that you keep your side of the street clean. You cannot control the other person. That's taking hundred percent responsibility also that you get, that you can't control what anybody else does. You can only control you, but you... When you take this kind of responsibility, when you understand that you co-create, when you stop with the victim crap and it's crap, when you stop with the blame game, because that's crap too, you will change your life immensely. You are not a victim and you there's nobody to blame but for your life. And not and not yourself. I hate when people say that. There's no one to blame but you. No, don't blame yourself. This isn't blame. Stop with the blame. <laughs> if you take responsibility, there's no blame. You're just like, well, here I am now. I I've talked a lot in this podcast about my relationship with my, my dear departed mom and how difficult it was for so many years. And, uh, I worked so hard on that boy. I really, I didn't want to cut her out of my life. She's my mom and there's a lot of good pieces there, but it was a struggle and painful every time I talked to her and it would, you know, and every time I'm like, Oh, she won't do this. She won't do that. I was constantly complaining about her and being the victim. And, uh, blaming her really for our relationship because she's the mom, right? You know, she was there before me. And, you know, as I'm an adult. I was an adult woman having these thoughts and it's got to, you know, you got to change it. You got to take responsibility. So once I started taking responsibility for boundaries and holding them, that's usually most of it, by the way. Most of it comes down to boundaries and you having a boundary, knowing what it is, and then holding it, holding the boundary firm, (laughs) over and over with love, not with hate, that's a wall. You don't need a wall, you need a boundary. I did a whole episode on boundaries. I'll link to it in the show notes. You can go find boundaries. If you do search on my website, uh, you'll find all kinds of information on boundaries. It's really important that you do, I have it on the YouTube channel too, that you build boundaries, not walls. But that's really what so much of this comes down to. And really focusing on what you do want, not what you don't want. And I talk about this a lot for a reason. So when you're in that relationship and you take 100% responsibility, it means that you understand your confirmation bias. You understand that you have to be aligned in what you want. You understand that your RAS is gonna be working against you. So it's, it's so important that you don't, if you're you know arguing with your boss and they're just not getting it and you're thinking, well, they just need to do this and he just needs to do that and she just needs to do this. If when you get out of that and get to yourself, And what you're doing and think to yourself well what do i want and calibrate to that calibrate to what you want start creating that start being that first you you know if i say it a lot if you want to have more love in your relationship be more loving if you want to have more trust be more trusting it has to start with you that's the hundred percent responsibility so many times people get stuck in what i call relationship gridlock. Everybody's waiting for the other person to do it first, to say it first. You've been in a relationship probably where you're waiting for the other person to say, I love you first. <laughs> uh, we do that all the time. Well, they have to apologize before I'm going to. They need to come to me first. It's it. You got to get out of that because again, you're giving all your power to them. This person, other person has all the power now in the relationship. First of all, it's wrong. They don't you have responsibility. You're you're saying I have no responsibility in this relationship. They have to come to me. I, what are you, five? Stop it. Stop it. Again, I'm saying this with so much love. I love you so much. I know it's hard to hear sometimes and I have to speak really strongly and frankly to you because I have clients coming in all the time with this kind of language and I, I have no time for it. I... <laughs> I, am loving with them, of course, and I want to be loving with you, but you've, you've got to shift that mindset. And if you think it's too hard that people are going to take advantage of me and they're going to this and they're going to that. No, they're not. No one can take advantage of you without your consent. What are you talking about? If you have a boundary and you hold to it, no one's going to take advantage of you. It's your job to hold the boundary. It's not theirs. It's not their job. It's not their job to know what your boundary is if you haven't said it. They shouldn't know. They can't read your mind. So if until you take 100% responsibility, I'm telling you, 30 plus years of doing this, I can tell you that if you don't do this part, you will not be happy. You won't have effective communication. You won't create the deep connection, the intimacy, the love, the fun, the uh, excitement, the enthusiasm that you absolutely can have in all of your relationships. You can have it at work. You can have it at home. You can have it everywhere, but not while you're blaming others for your lot in life. Not going to work. Not while you're acting a victim and waiting for other people to change. Not going to work. So when you take that hundred percent responsibility, you start to lead. And I want you to lead. Lead. Why are you calibrating to other people? You be the dominant vibration in the room. You be the one other people calibrate to. You be that strong, strong person. You're a leader. You're listening right now to me. You've been probably listening for a while. This is your first broadcast, oh well. But if you've been listening for a while, you know, I know, sorry, I know that you're a leader. Because that's why you're listening. That's what I preach. That's what I talk about. I talk about taking action. Uh, Every single podcast I put out, right, has action tips, has something to do. Because I do not treat you like a victim. I treat you as the full, wonderful, glorious person that you are. I swear, I love you. I feel you. I see you. It is time to take 100% responsibility for your life. Okay. Okay. I'm done off my soapbox. I had to step down off my soapbox. Uh, but you can see how I get kind of preachy. Sorry, <laughs> because I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Because I, I just know how this can change your life and I want your you to feel happy and, and glorious and amazing in every day. And it's absolutely possible. So there you have it. Definitely come over to the podcast, uh, to the show notes page, abbymedcalf.com forward slash podcast to get your uh, effective communication journaling prompts and or to look at some of the other links to the other things I talked about today. And as always, I'm so excited you're here. You know I'm excited you're here. I love the emails by the way. Please keep them coming. I respond. Just so you know, I still do even though a lot of them come now. I respond to everybody. It sometimes it takes me a couple of days, but I do. And I really like hearing from you. I love knowing what, you know, works for you, what doesn't. And I any suggestions you have for future podcasts. Almost all my podcasts these days are because people wrote in and said, "Hey, this would be really helpful to hear. And I listen and I try to put it out there. Okay, that's it. Have an amazing week and I'm gonna talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast with wonderful me, Dr. Abby Metcalf. And I've got two quick things to say. Just give me one more minute. First, I love spending this time with you and I work hard to make sure every single episode is gonna help you move from any feelings of frustration or resentment or anxiety to that connected, hopeful, confident. That's always my goal. So if you have any ideas for a future episode or just wanna say hi, let me know what the podcast is doing for you, anything. You can email me at abby at abbymedcap.com. How simple is that? And the second thing I wanna say is if you like the podcast, you're gonna go crazy, crazy for my book. <laughs> My book is really good. I'm really proud of it. You can find it on Amazon or on my website under the shop section on my website at abbymetcalf.com. It's called Be Happily Married Even If Your Partner Won't Do a Thing. And even if your partner will do a thing, the book will still really help you. So that's it. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you soon.